And welcome to Old Nerd, Young Nerd, Episode 12, Part 5 of our Gaming Anthology series. Today we're starting Generation 5. I am Derek. And I'm Todd. And uh, let's get this show on the road. Let's go. So Generation 5 t- roughly takes place between the years of 93 and 2001. An eight-year period. An eight-year continuing mission to steal shamelessly from Star Trek, in a sense. Shameless. That was very shameless. <laughs> yes, but... but uh, 93... Gotta love, gotta love you, Star Trek. You know what I'm saying? 1, 7 to 13. Good years for me. Good years for me, too. Good years for me, too. That was, like, yeah. great... At, that was senior year in hey, college. You're much older, Todd. Yes, Just yeah. Doing, doing things. Senior year in college, and then uh, onwards and upwards. Um, but go ahead, fire away. We're going right, to start so, with you first. Yeah, I'm starting, the... We're starting this off. We ended the last episode with uh, uh, handheld gaming, generation mm-hmm. one of handheld gaming, if you will. So we'll move on to generation two of handheld gaming. We're going to start. With uh, the Sega Genesis Nomad. Did you ever have one of these? No. Or even hear of it? I did, like, barely remember hearing of it, but I, I never had one. I never played one. I don't know anyone that did have it. I'm pretty sure this was uh, Sega's uh, last bid at handheld gaming. It, it came out in October of 95 for a whopping $180. Wow. Um, it was available only in North America, mm-hmm. like exclusively in North America. It even had a lockout, a regional lockout on it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it was discontinued in 1999. I do remember, like, briefly hearing of it, but, like, I'm but, uh, not going to drop that kind one, of coin. One of the reasons this failed is because Sony decided to focus on the Saturn because it was beating the PlayStation in Japan. Oh wow! So they just kind of abandoned this. It faltered, and by by 1999, when it, it when it was discontinued, it was available for a third of its release cost. Oh wow! A full third. Nice. So sixty bucks. Nice. I remember, like I said, I remember it briefly, but not not a whole heck of a lot. You know, I don't know if you remember this next one I'm talking about. It's very gimmicky, very weird looking. The Nintendo Virtual Boy. I do remember that. I kind of wanted that just for, like, the shtick value. Well, I was seven and eight. You know what I mean? I mean, no, I'm sorry. I was five. I was actually five when this thing came out. No, not five. Hold on. I'm, I was much older than five. I, I can only think of, like, a couple of games that actually came out for it. And, like, it just uh, failed yeah, miserably. Yeah, many games, but it... It, it there was a punch out version, I think. To, it, there it was debuted a, for $179.95. It only sold 77,000 units, which in two years isn't exactly that bad. Yeah. But it was just. But it was, a, I, I remember it was like a black and white thing, because I remember going into Electronics Boutique and looking at it, and they only had like four or five games for it, but that was a lot well, of money back then. Everything in the day. was in red. Yeah. It was all in red because it was easier on the battery, and they determined that color didn't really affect gameplay. I didn't know that that was uh, like the color had anything to do yeah, with if battery. Yeah, did life. everything in red. It was easier on the battery. Huh. But um, I mean, that's interesting. There was more. There was way more negatives than positives about this system. Like, you needed a stable surface surface to put it on, and when you wore it, you couldn't see anything at all. It blocked your peripheral vision completely, so you're just focused on the game, which I guess was the point. Yeah. 
but um, is it is uncomfortable to play the way it like rested your head? Yeah, it kind of had to like sit into it, like almost like when you were getting like an eye exam, if I remember correctly. And it, it wasn't portable, like the other handheld games. Area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can walk around with the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can't be walking around with not being able to see. And this, this, this was the first system to really raise health concerns because it. It caused dizziness, nausea, and headaches in people and prolonged use. I wonder if it has anything to do with, like, the red color. Maybe. Well, I mean, people, like, health experts were worried that prolonged use would cause flashbacks or even permanent brain damage. Wow, it's really bad. Well, I'm glad I never tried it. Basically, I... I kind of want to try it now, just to say I lived on the edge. from, from, From the research I was reading, it it looked like... In nine, like circa ninety four, around its release, Sony or not Sony, geez, Nintendo just kind of let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it went to market as is to do whatever because they were so focused on getting the N sixty four ready. Mm-hmm. Which, let's be honest, if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna want one of those two things, I think we'd all pick the N sixty four. Oh, absolutely, N sixty four probably my favorite cart- cartridges. But yeah, all right. Well, I'll, I'm gonna say so okay. now. Now we'll go on to the R zone. Do you remember the R zone? Not at all. Not in any. Stretch. So I remember R type the game, the but R, that's totally different. The R thing. zone was something. It was about ninety five to ninety seven. It was this thing you put on your wrist. Uh, it had like an eye, like you wore kind of like a, um, a half glasses kind of deal. And the, oh my god, I think I do remember the only that. Thing, the only I never had it. I don't know anybody that like, did, but I remember the commercials for it. The only thing I, the only thing I, I mean, I'm not even mentioning this because I think the concept is kind of cool. Each individual game cartridge had uh, LCD display screens mm-hmm. that projected onto the mirrored surface in front of the gamer uh, gamer's eye. So you had like a small screen in front of one. So of almost eyes. like what was that thing that came out like maybe five six years ago? Um, Google Glass or something? Yeah, yep. it's kind of like that, right? So, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. and it was it was all in red, the same mm-hmm. way the Virtual Boy was. But from what I was reading, that was basically just to capitalize on the success uh, of the Virtual, the Virtual Boy. Boy. Yeah. Oh wow! So I, I couldn't even find a price on this thing. I couldn't find most mostly people are like, "Yeah, it's not even worth mentioning." Then it's Derek. A, I now must have it. I now must search it out. It's 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 my white whale. <laughs> it had a successor. It's called the Game dot com. It was a uh-huh. handheld thing, and the only it was available from ninety seven to two thousand. Uh-huh. And the only thing worth mentioning about this was it had a touch screen and a stylus. Mm-mm. I don't remember that at all. I do remember like that, like kind of like monocle type of thing. Yeah. Um, but now, but barely. You know now, what I mean? Now let's get into the great. Now let's get into the main event of the handhelds, the Game Boy Color. Game my Boy Color first handheld system. It was my first Game my Boy. Heart and soul. It was actually my first Game Boy. Yeah, my first Game Boy as well. Um, which, which, I didn't which one did you have? I had the purple see-through one. I had the clear one. Just a clear white. I think so. Yeah, whatever it was. I think we actually talked about that when like worked like ages ago where we we're gonna do like the um the Pokemon uh what do you call it? Oh, the link cable thing. Yeah, or was that Game Boy Advance? Am I getting ahead of ourselves? Both of them had it. But yeah, it was one or the other. But um November eighteenth, nineteen ninety eight, the Game Boy Color debuts in North America. And it was continued in North America on May 30th, 2003. Until 2003? Yep, it sold at the time for the low, low price of 
which if you think about it, is really, really good. No, I mean, I, today's, I, like, I mean, by today's standards, that translates to $100. Just 100 bucks. Yeah, I mean, like, Nintendo really did have, um, from that perspective, a good market on the, um, from a pricing perspective. Mm-hmm. And because of that pricing perspective, it allowed more gamers into the marketplace. Uh, versus, like, the other console systems, oh, you know, we were talking about before. Of, you know, price, price. So you mm-hmm. pay uh, 70 bucks for Game Boy Color and 30 bucks for a game. I think that was brand new too. Yeah, yeah, brand new. Yeah, like, listen, the, uh, it launched with three exclusive Game Boy Color titles. Now, the Game Boy Color was backwards compatible with every Game Boy game. Mm-hmm. So you had the whole Game Boy library that, which is over a thousand, right? Right. So now it, now it launched with Tetris DX. I think they just threw a new Tetris game in as a throwback to the original Tetris that released with the, the Game Boy. Yeah, and the color. So I guess this DX. I guess it was just a more Advanced version Deluxe, of yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wario Land 2. No, I didn't have that. And Pocket Bomberman. I don't even remember that one. I don't remember that either. But uh, the most popular game for the Game Boy Color was Pokemon Gold and Silver, the Generation 2 Pokemon. Yeah, I have that somewhere. And uh, total sales between the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color over the years, 118,690,000. Wow. So... Basically, if you look to the left of you and look to the right of you, Everybody's anywhere in the world, Every, somebody's got a Game Boy. Somebody's got a Game Boy. Or a Game Boy Color. Which I, but, but you know what? I honestly like like that fact. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm like, oh, everybody my God, had, I can't believe everybody. Everybody had a Game I, Boy. But I love the fact that that, you know, because um, obviously, you know, when I was a kid, it was more uh, board game based, obviously. Right. I mean, you know, uh, we we did, yeah. Back in my day, we did have video games, Atari, and everything. We talked about that in our our, our previous incarnations. But I like the fact that, and I'm a man of the people, mm-hmm. Derek. I'm a man of the people. I like the fact that, and I'm not, and I'm only being like one one millionth um, sarcastic. That everybody did have it. Yeah. That everybody was kind of equal. That everybody could play, you know, whatever. And we could. It was almost like it, back in the day. It was almost like trading uh, baseball cards, like our parents used to do. Well, and you know what I mean, like yeah, oh, you know what I mean. With the Game Boy mm. too, or the Game Boy Colors, at least in my generation, when Pokemon came out, <clears> socialization. Yeah. So you, you haven't really well, moved yeah. beyond that, but I'm you know just saying. What was it? Uh, they did this. They did this on purpose. Let's say I, I had a red version, so and you, you had, had blue, blue version. version. Right. There was Pokemon exclusive to each version that you had right. to trade. Mm-hmm. Certain Pokemon could only evolve to your trade. Mm-hmm. So you had to get your buddies together and play, or or God forbid, make new friends. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Meet people. Oh no! Oh, no, 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 no! 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 And now with the, I, I haven't had a the last the last handheld system I had was the Nintendo Advance SP. Still have it, but um, my buddies still play Pokemon on their new DSs, and they're they have Wi-Fi in them, and you can connect with people just randomly to play Pokemon and trade and battle. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, I haven't. My last Game Boy was my actual Game Boy Advance. Um, I haven't because 
and we'll get into this in like three or four episodes where yeah, I, I been, yeah, my phone. phone. I mean, and it's funny because I like I always make fun uh, with uh, the wife. She's like, "Why'd you spend so much on that uh, iPhone?" With because I have like whatever, like the max, whatever it is, three hundred twenty um, or yeah, you got the you bought the back from the memory. Yeah, and it was just totally. And I and I honestly said to my wife, I'm like, this is my Game Boy. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, the new version for my generation. So I don't have to worry about upgrading or anything else or running out of memory when I'm playing six or seven video games yeah, at the same you. time. And, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I haven't upgraded from a, from a console kind of standpoint since the Advance. Uh, neither have I. I just lost interest in uh, handheld gaming. Do you play, but you don't, do you still play? I mean, like, are you still, where, where's uh, your, my, my not, not to, not to like break up the continuity of our, of my our game, thing, but like, just real quick, what, like, like a 20 second standpoint, what game, what, what game system, what gaming systems are you using now? My Xbox One and my Xbox 360. Okay. So you're still playing that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I ask that is because I really, Aside from Zelda, which I mean, like Nintendo has me till the day I die with like Zelda. the Zelda games, yeah. you know, because so I just upgrade. Switch. I'll eventually get a Switch, Zelda. but the 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 newest Breath of the Wild I could still play on my Wii U. Right. So until I need to upgrade, I mean, like that's that's basically what I do. And you know, and Lindsay said to me, she's like, "So you just bought a Wii U just to play Zelda?" Yes, I did. And I, and, I, and I don't think I... I have, like, maybe two or three games just to not get so much crap for it that I bought that I bought a game system for one game. If you're a Zelda fan, you need Zelda. The only other game you really need is Smash Brothers. Those are always fun. Those are party games more. I'm just saying, like, when I'm, like, chilling out... Mario Party, Mario Kart. Super Smash Brothers, you kind of... Uh, like a fighting game, I kind of think, and and we're gonna come back to where we are now. A fighting game is more fun when you're playing with somebody else, that's true. not when you're playing with the system. No, you know what I mean? Well, well, we'll get we'll get back into that. We'll, actually, you know what? I know we're gonna talk about the N64 in this episode, but we need to do a podcast exclusively about the N64. And we, we could and probably we talk about the N64 for like ten hours. Oh yeah. Oh, I like still my favorite system, and and let's segue into that. My favorite word, segue, segue, segue. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, not the need... not the little not the little cart, yeah, the, but the actual the, said, the actual the word. Said word by Todd on this podcast on any podcast. We need a button every time you say segue. Oh, it's our secret word. Oh, it's our special yeah, word. like there's going to be like like uh, buzzers going off and everything. No, but um, it, it honestly is like the Nintendo sixty four. And let's and, and this is a, this generation. Yes. Ninety three, two thousand one. We're releasing ninety six, I think. Right, and for this generation, not the most popular uh, system. PlayStation was. Yeah. Um, by Sony, honestly, in, the, in like terms the, of overall sales. Overall sales. I think in terms of popularity, just within people I know, the N sixty four won. 
I don't think in terms of overall sales, it did, though. Well, PlayStation had a solid two years on it, I think, to sell more. It had it had uh, that, that period of time. But I think, honestly, PlayStation actually sold more units and also sold more... Um, sold more games during that period of time. Uh, I don't have the exact well, I had, numbers. I had both. Uh, for, whatever so reason, I. for whatever reason, so I never had memory cards, though, so like I could never save the games. Because <laughs> like, your, your parents wanted you to actually go outside and play? I because did play outside. Oh, okay. So you were outside. like the last part of that generation to actually go outside and play? I played outside until I got to high school. What time? What year did you get to high school? What year did? What year was your? What, right at this right. Left. Oh, okay. And you know what? That coincided with me getting my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> the original Xbox. The Xbox is the then, devolution of the of the high school or beyond. I never um, wanted to go outside, <laughs> but that's, that's the sixth generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Nintendo 64, without a doubt, my favorite system. I think, honestly, of all the systems. Now, bear in mind, for me, that was 96, so I was in high, not, not high school, I was in college, so I was, I was working at the bank, so I had a lot of disposable income. Yeah. I had, and obviously I was living at home, because I, I went to, um, yeah. I was going to college, right, I, while I was going to college, I lived at home. So I had really nothing. I just paid my car insurance and then my fun bills, as my father would call them, uh, which were video games. Right. And I think, honestly, my the majority of the video games that I had that I bought first person uh, in terms of I didn't buy them at um, like kind of like uh, a Babbage's, a GameStop or anything like that. Or it, I might have. But where I actually paid fifty dollars per game right, was price. probably full price, yeah, full probably and sixty four. That's fair. And I probably have maybe forty or fifty games for that, which I probably pay uh, of those forty or fifty. I probably paid full price for the thirty of them. Now back in the day, when I you know during that period of time, I also bought a, a ton of them from Blockbuster. Mm. Which was a video store. I, I know what Blockbuster <laughs> is. I, I went to Blockbuster a lot. I can't call you what I want to call you. Which, was a, which is a bit... But no, no, but going forward, which um, they would rent out video games, and just in case anyone doesn't know, and all, and and all the seriousness... VHS tapes. The and HS DVDs. tapes and DVDs. Well, there's still one Blockbuster left in the world. It's and it's still actually... How how do they rent stuff out? Like, where's their like? Do they actually just go to Best Buy and buy stuff and then like rent it out? I don't know. Is that? I don't, I don't think it's there's even there's legal. One left. I don't think it's even legal. There's one left. No, no, no. You're talking about you're talking about the Facebook thing, the last blockbuster. Oh, the that's thing? not that's not a real thing. No, I'm pretty sure it's still open. I don't think that's a real thing, dude. I, I think, think that's. I, I would I hope, hope it is because I, I loved. Somewhere. I love Blockbuster. You still have your Blockbuster card? Not on me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a storage somewhere? Storage somewhere. But, no, um, no, but I got a lot of games there. I'm sure yeah. you did too. Whether you rent them or you bought them. Closing. Yeah. 
But I mean, like that was that was that whole era with that too. And not just blockbuster, like any video rental place. But I and I think that's what helped the video game market too was um, blockbuster, Suncoast. Um, what was the other one around here? I'm trying to think. FYE. West Coast Video, I think, was around here too. I don't know if it was down near where you were. Um, but they did. But that was like the advent with that too, with the uh, the rental of video games. So you could try before you could buy. You never used to be able to do that before. Try before you buy. Exactly. Well, yeah, no, that was. Yeah, it was. Back in back in my day as a kid. Yeah. It was, it was always awesome to go to Blockbuster, rent a movie, rent a game, mm-hmm. try a game out. Oh, this is great. Oh, this sucks. All right, I don't have to play this one ever again. I'm definitely not putting that on the Christmas list. Yeah, and you didn't have to drop 50 bucks to get it. No, it's what? You five, know what I mean? Five bucks. Five, six dollars. Yeah, exactly. And you, I'm, like you said, well, like, like when they you, were, obviously when they were going out of business, I bought a for, crap load. What was it, what, it was like a five day rental? Yeah. Which, if you're a good gamer, that was plenty of time. I was kind of like an average gamer where I probably need 10, but the five days would let me know that I really want to try this again. You know what I mean? Do I really want to buy this? Do I really want to invest the money? Well, then, even if you wanted, even if you need an extra five days to beat it, you get Blockbuster another five bucks and you can beat the game. Yeah. Then you never have to play it again, but you got to play it for 10 bucks. Mm hmm. Exactly. And, you know, I, I and I kind of like that about it. And I, I kind of think that was like the apex and the fall of video games, in a sense. Rental. Rental. You can still do that now with red boxes. Yeah. To, to a certain degree, but. But, I mean, I think even red boxes is going, are going out they, of favor. They had that mail-away service for Game, Gamefly. Gamefly. Still around yeah. I think it still is. Um, I don't hear it advertised anymore. No, because I, I honestly think that's that's part and parcel to why games are dying now. Because they don't... Um, <clears throat> if you're um, a publisher, why would you why would you want someone to test out your game for five bucks and say, hell with it? And then as well, soon as you- they start testing it out... Obviously, you, you know, you have the um, the publishers who've also gone downhill uh, because yeah, there was a yeah, there was a ton of video game publications that were out 10, 15 years ago that basically would Game Pro, um, Xbox Magazine, PlayStation Magazine, all oh, yeah. the derivations yeah. of, of PlayStation Magazine. Yeah. Um, where they would tell you, it, it's great. Hey, preview, you got previews of the games? Yeah, on, on well, some I mean, of them. You read previews of the games. Uh, some of them actually had reviews numer- with a numerical value. And then the next level would have been renting a game and actually trying it out. Right. And I think, you know, in terms of where we are now... I think that was honestly like the death of the take-home video game. Mm. You know, I mean, because look at it now, because most of the stuff is downloads. You know, well, let's forget about yeah, the PCs and, and the downloadable content uh, for Xbox, well, so Xbox and I, PlayStation. I don't buy games when they come out anymore. 
me to see one. Me too. A for the price to drop, but B, I can read reviews by gamers that bought them yeah. for full price. Yeah. And I mean, there are certain games, like for me, perfect example, if there's a Zelda game, I'm buying it. I don't care. Yeah, you don't care. If you, if you lambast that whole game, you know, to the nth degree, I'm going to buy a Zelda well, game. here's the thing. You know Nintendo's going to put all their effort on Zelda. And Mario. Mario. But I don't think I think what was the last Mario game that really came out other than like the last Mario Kart? But I mean, like, when was the last actual Mario game? Well, I think their their best franchise film is Zelda. It's a it's a it's a game that demands a ton of detail. Like we're, right. on, we're on an anniversary, I think the twentieth or something of Ocarina of Time nineteen. Yeah, I think I posted that on my Facebook. Didn't yeah. I? Um. But the bringing us back to Generation Five a little bit. What? what yeah. Are, what are the consoles of Generation Five? Generation oh. Five, PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Yep. Number one for that generation, N sixty four. Still my favorite cartridge based system, and possibly in my top three of all consoles. Yes. Sega Saturn. Prior to the Sega Saturn, though. Uh, Sega 32X, which was sort of like a hybrid between the Sega Saturn CD system and the, the still cartridge-based system, because the 32X uh, was a cartridge-based system. Uh, and the Atari Jaguar. The what? The Atari Jaguar. The what? Back in 93. I remember it, it. I, and I still remember it. Like I was with you with all of them until you said it. Um, or is it more correct? Jaguar. If you're Jaguar, 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 Jaguar. Um, it was the um, follow-up to the Jaguar Panther, which was sort of like their high, their, their sort of swan song into the next generation 32-bit market. Panther never actually was an actual system. As I understand it, Jaguar was the next iteration of the Atari franchise. And the only thing I remember about that was it was it was sort of based on just from a physical structure, the 32X, where it was kind of like this round, bulbous uh, console. With the 32X, it was um, you you just basically plugged it into the cartridge port on your Genesis. Hmm. But with the Jaguar, it was like a big, bulky, kind of like chubby little console. It was like red and black. The con the um and I don't know if you remember this, but the joystick was similar to the Ness Advantage. Honestly, Have you ever I played think, that? I think by the time <clears throat> at least in my memory of the early nineties, by the time I can remember anything, the Atari was already forgotten. Yeah, because the PlayStation was the PlayStation was everybody's focus, mm -hmm. and the PlayStation had a great run of a bunch of great independent because the PlayStation didn't have the locks on it. Well, you know what the PlayStation that that Nintendo had. You know what the PlayStation did great um, when you bought. Well, I didn't buy it. My parents got it for me as a birthday or Christmas gift that year. Mm -hmm. um, but when you, when you got your PlayStation, it came with a demo disc that had, like, at least 12 games on it that you could try a level of. 
Mm -hmm. That's genius. You're giving people 12 reasons to buy games. But but then you have the other side of the coin of you have 12 reasons for people not to buy the system. Well, they've already bought the system. Yeah, but of not investing more into it. You know, with with at least the the earlier systems, you might get one or two games. Oh, I don't really like this, blah blah blah. You know, what was such a? They had a lot of good games on there to test, but PlayStation always had great games. I mean, like they just really and they had like unique games. And I don't know if you ever played it, but I love the game and I hate spiders. But if you ever played the game Spider, the video game, no, I've never played. That. Oh my god, you play. An electronic kind of spider. We basically have to do spider type stuff. I know, I know, I know how much you hate spiders, and I I hate them with a passion. But I like that is probably in my top ten what, video what games. What do you hate more, Nazis or spiders? Spiders. <laughs> spiders. What about, what about Nazi spiders? <laughs> See, Nazi, the worst kind of spider. Nazis hopefully no longer exist. <laughs> Spiders, unfortunately, are my ever present. You know what I'm saying? Oh, speaking of which, I saw two times I was alive in Utah. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I will never go to Utah. But, but spider was basically you were like this electronic spider where you had to do like these different tasks. You'd have to like build a web. You'd have to go and do these different things, and it was basically this. Like non sequitur of a game where it's not really like you're trying to save the princess or you're trying to get a high score or anything else. You're just like this innocuous little electronic spider who can spin webs and has like this little laser arm that you have to get past certain uh, levels. Uh, Huh? Okay. But it was a great game. And my point is, it was something like you would never think that that's something where there would be mass appeal. But it's if you look online and look up Spider the video game, it's probably in like everyone's top 100. It's in my top 10 just because I thought it was awesome in terms of like the different things you have to do with it. Um, and yeah. even in spite of the fact of how I feel about spiders. I'm but I mean, say, uh, that was one of those I think it was made by Adios. Really? Yeah. Um, and I'd have to look. It's around here somewhere. Um, but I would have to... Do you have three copies of it laying around here somewhere? Uh, I only have one. Uh, I think I have two. Um, I'm looking to see if it's close. It's not. It is probably... And one of the other... Uh, uh, no, I don't have it. Raise your hand. Um, but definitely look it up. If you are, if you st- Do you sell your PlayStation? I do. It still works. Um, was a great game that um, had a unique perspective. I think there's... And it kind of reminded me of... Uh, there's a game I think out now for PlayStation, like the newest PlayStation, about like where you're a cat and you have to be a cat and you have to like walk along walls and stuff like that. But it's totally about, um, yeah, um, 
Uh, let me see. Let me see. PlayStation. No, it's not like Spider-Man at all. Um, but it, like, it was one of those games where it's something that probably would have been overlooked if it was another system. Whereas uh, with this game, you know, it was just totally out of the ballpark. And be better off no, 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 I'm sure they still haven't. Hold on a second. Let me take a look and see if I can find it. Why is my why was this a problem? Oh, uh, you know what? I should just do PS One. And I'm still not coming up. Oh, here it is. Okay. So automatically the cover of this game makes me think you would cringe. I would. I mean normally. Um, but it was a great game. This is the PAL format. But uh it was a great game. That spider doesn't look electronic. It is. You're apparently what the what the issue is is you're downloaded into your uh head is download like your thoughts are downloaded into a um an electronic spider. And you have to, you have to, you know, battle your way through this side or the other thing. Uh, but anyway, that's besides the point. I'm just telling you as an aside. Um, let's go back to where we were. Fire away. Uh, we were on the PlayStation. PlayStation. Which I gotta say, I, I think my favorite game, and bear in mind I was a kid at the time, is probably Crash Bandicoot 2. Really? Yeah. I haven't played that in forever. Again, this was the era where, like, my mom wasn't going to let me have fighting games. Yeah. So, uh, video game violence was bad and all that stuff. Oh, it's so funny because your mother was just... Your mother reminds me of my mother because she was the same way. You know. Um, at that point, you were in college, so you could kind of do what you wanted. Yeah. I was not, so I was at my mother's mercy. <laughs> and she wasn't going to be buying you anything. Uh, nothing that had a... Certain rating or violent content. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. But that was the thing about the N64, though. Those games weren't like explicitly violent, but I could still play Smash Brothers. Right. Or I could, my wrestling games or whatever. Which is extremely violent. Smash Brothers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have lives. Just, just, no, 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 just, just the name. But you Smash Brothers. You don't have lives, you have stock. You didn't have lives, you had stock. I have 10 stock. And when you're out of stock, what happens? You're just, you just don't have any stock. You can't play anymore. You're not dead. <laughs> I know. This is going to drop. Did, um, for Smash Brothers, did you ever play the solo campaign? Mm -mm. No. See, because like with that kind of thing, I really looked at it as... Um, Multiplayer. Fun with friends kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, and it was totally that. You know? don't, don't get me wrong. That was That's obviously the most appeal out of it. The solo campaign was kind of fun. But the thing that got me was the bosses... Uh, the villain, the main boss is called Master Hand. And it's just a hand that floats around. And the whole premise is, that's like a kid's hand, and the characters you play as are its toys. Oh. So that's kind of so what you find out. like a violent... Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's like all just imagination kind of deal. Yeah. The other thing that was good with, like, uh, Nintendo 64 was... Um, 
I think Star Fox 64 came out with that. That was yeah. another classic game. Um, and I think you needed the like the memory card to play that. Was that one of the ones where you needed like that? Remember the re- little red thing you had to yeah, yeah, stick yeah. into like the yeah, um, the N64 I had was the special Donkey Kong 64 edition. It was green, see through, came with DK64, and it had that little yeah the the black memory thing with the oh red, you had red, come red. with it yeah. Oh, it came with See, it. See, I didn't you, even have that. You needed it to play DK. I had to actually buy that. I think when I bought Star Fox sixty four. Probably did. Yeah, back in the day, I think I got three and sixty fours. I still have I still have my one, and it still works. Here's my here's my issue with my Nintendo sixty four. Um, for some reason, my um connector is not working. Uh, so I have to get a new connector for the TV, and that's honestly why I keep these old TVs because I don't have, because you can't you can't hook up the old systems to the new TVs. You can't. You um, need the AV input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now they just come with HDMI slots. Yeah. So I've got like two or three TVs just like sitting in storage, just to get me through to like maybe like I'm 80 and then I don't remember anything and I could just die and remember you know what I mean it's just so I I can leave, save it up to that family point. To get rid of all your crap. Yeah, exactly. But that that well, that's you, fine you, with you've me. Left, you've left your wife with an explicit set of instructions on what to do with everything. Exactly. Exactly. I think my, it's my think kingdom. Gonna, I think it's cute that you think you're going to make it to 80. I'm going to make it to like 100. Just on oh. principle. Uh, cause, yeah, cause just on Prince. Because only the good die young. That's right. So you're going to live right. forever. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I'll also an Iron Man dog like that too much. No, no, no. He just doesn't like any kind of aggravation. So high fives are out. Yeah. High fives is like any type of argument. Yeah, so tell tell like me that. about the Sega Saturn. I never encountered one. Okay, so Sega Saturn. Oh, let let's backtrack for like five seconds, real quick. Um, the this generation, the fifth generation, was really um, the uh, jumping off point of the um, cartridge based system to the CD based system. Yeah. Obviously, PlayStation was um, CDs. CDs, and you needed a memory card. And you need a memory had no card. Internal memory at all. Correct. Um, and that was like the big argument of CDs can give you a lot more graphics and everything else, but there's a lot more load time. Mm-hmm. Cartridges, immediate. Plus, you save right on the cartridge. Exactly. And I'll be honest with you. To this day, I still like cartridges better. I mean, yes, I'm old school. But I like the fact that you can still, you know, it's a lot quicker. You're not waiting for load times or anything else. Um, you don't have to worry about any of your internal. Obviously, the the Xboxes and the Playstations of this world today, you're saving to a hard drive, mm-hmm. much like you would with a computer. Mm-hmm. Um but I like the cartridges. I like that plug-and-play type of situation. You don't ever situation. have to worry about your memory being full. No. No. And and, and it's a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. I, and you and I have both played Skyrim. Mm-hmm. 
what I, like I, I I'm not even I'm not even going to make a joke here. Like when I'm waiting for one uh, like area to load into another, I would go to the bathroom or something, or I would I would get like uh, I would get some more get something else to drink because that's how long the load time was. But still, you know, principle. But still, I mean, that's a long time yeah. as opposed to instant what you have with cartridges. Instant gratification. Yeah. And then if a cartridge didn't work, you just blew on it. Yeah. Or you had the, the benzene and you would just wipe off like the uh, connectors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the disc is scratching kind of screwed. Yeah. And that's what I didn't like about it either. You know, um, because if, you, if that did happen, and it did happen a lot, mm-hmm. depending on, you know, who's playing your stuff and how careful they were with it, you could be playing a game just fine, and then all of a sudden, you're out. I think I had one game for my original Xbox that stopped working because it got, like, too scratched up and dirty. I've had a bunch, especially games that... And I don't know if you're the the same type, but like if I like a game, I'll go back and play it later. I might not play it a week from now or two weeks from now, but I might play it six six months from now, um, and like go replay it. I mean, like that's the way all the Zelda games were for me. Oh uh, well, let's see. If you were me in high school, you played Knights uh, of the Old Republic three hundred times. Oh yeah, yeah. Night Seal Republic. Well, Night Seal Republic was, and, and again, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. That's a segue. But that was one of those games where you could play because you had essentially six different classes. Yeah. Six different spell spell levels. Or not well, levels, but six game. different spell types. Here, here, here's just four immediate different game options. Male Jedi, female Jedi, male Dark Jedi, female Dark Jedi. Yeah, I forgot about the male and female. Because depending on whether you're male or female... Different character. Yeah. Different options. Which was kind of... Different options. Which was, I think, kind of new for Uh, the console generation. Not for for the PC generation. PC generation had that for years. Oh, PC Master Race. Yeah. (laughs) As those people... But the but um, part of it was there's a lot there's a lot of game uh, involved in that type of different levels and different interactions and different everything else mm-hmm. on those. Um, but you know N64 still my favorite. Jaguar heard about it. Never knew anybody had it. Um. Did you ever see one in person? At a store or anything? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. At a store, yeah. Because um, they used to have them, you know, at the mall all the time. Was, was that the death of the Atari, the Jaguar? I think it was. Okay. Yeah. Oh, one thing that cannot bear dismissal is really where the PlayStation, and I think still to this day, holds the RPG title. Um, obviously, with few exceptions, I mean, Xbox, obviously, we were talking about KOTOR mm-hmm. and Jade Empire. But for the most part, um, Final Fantasy really made the PlayStation for RPGers. Yeah. And they've really kept that. 
since then. Well, now it's cross-platform. It's cross-platform, but, you know, it started with the PlayStation. PlayStation, And I I know a lot of people my age still will just play Final Final Fantasy on PlayStation. EverQuest. There was like a video game version of There was an online version of EverQuest, but it wasn't really like EverQuest, like the real EverQuest, like you would do on like computer graphics. Well, there was like an online version of the PlayStation Air version as well. Right, but it wasn't, you couldn't interact with like your PC version. Mm-hmm. It was, and that's where they started doing like online stuff, because Fantasy Star Online uh, started with, with Sega Saturn, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I never played it. I'm always I've always been a big fan of Fantasy Star. Um but they started and they tried to start and, and failed miserably because consoles I think are doomed to failure or were doomed to failure on online stuff until really Xbox started with Xbox Live. Xbox Live. Um but I think even Xbox Live, it's not an RPG-based system. I don't think even PlayStation oh, no, no. has, X, like, an no, RPG-based no. system. You you're, you're talking about kind of like a World of Warcraft. Kind of right. But they try. but that that started, like, Fantasy Star Online um, started with trying to bridge the gap between that online world of the EverQuest you were talking about earlier but you, you you just don't have it. Like you don't have you didn't have the processing power back twenty years ago, uh, two thousand one, two thousand two, almost twenty years ago mm-hmm. that you had with PCs twenty years ago. Right. Well, I don't even know if now, like as far as online gaming goes, it's mostly first person shooters. Yeah. Some racing and sports. Yeah, I mean it's Call of Duty. Um, I think EverQuest has gone the way of the Buffalo. Well, I, I think, I for the most part, in like 10 years. EverQuest, I mean, World of Warcraft, I mean, that was like 50, 10, 15 years ago. It's, it, it's still around, though. I think there was a Star, there was a Star Wars Online, some type of uh, uh, like, product. Like what was that? Republic. No, no, no. There was a... The there was, Republic, I mean. But that didn't last long. Mm-hmm. Um... It, you just don't have it anymore. And I think that was because um, part and parcel to you had you had your you had your hardcore gamers. The hardcore gamers went to either um, your hardcore gamers <laughs> went to either um, uh, a little off screen excitement. Yeah. Your hardcore gamers went to either um, the first person shooters or they went to mobile games. You, it was those. It was those two genres, and then I have not really seen it. It yeah. developed from there. I loved first-person shooting on the N64. It was. I never liked first-person shooting. I played, never liked you it ever. With your buddies, right there, you can look and see where they are on their own screens like a cheater. Yeah, and you had to cuss each other out in person. Yeah, I never, I never got into first-person shooting. I still don't believe in it. Not even. Goldeneye. I can't. No. And it's funny because the guy I used to work with used to love Goldeneye. And he was saying that he used to play it all the time. But I cannot play, because like I said, I'm an old, old school gamer. I cannot have my avatar being a disembodied hand with a gun. 
I just can't. I can't do it. I couldn't do it with Skyrim like I had to do like the third person. Skyrim had that option of with, doing like the the Skyrim, first I would, person. I would float in and out. For combat, I might go first person, but for exploring, I would do third person. Yeah, I I, I just can't do it. Like I, like there's there's a block in my mind that says you cannot be an arm with a gun or a knife or a What's sword in your hand. Your eyes? That's the whole thing I don't care. Person. I can't do it. I just can't do it. That's why I could never do Halo. Uh, the same thing. This is what I have to deal with, folks. All right, well, let's 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 wrap this up because we're 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 reaching the end of our rope here. All right, um, Nintendo sixty four, still my favorite. Well, this this generation is what got me to fall in love with video games. It took you. It took you that long. I was. This is when I was a kid. I was like 16, 17. No, I was like six. How old were you? How old were you? I was born in 88. I keep forgetting it's that whole young nerd thing. Still hasn't evolved. Still hasn't evolved. So, yeah, by the time I was 10, I had all these things. Yeah. All right. And I was in love with video games. But for the love of God, I was 13 when this generation ended. All right. I hear you. Um, all right. What do you have, what else do you have to say? Uh, thank God for the N sixty four. Thank God for the N sixty four. It may God I will always may God it. save the N sixty four. God save like, the N sixty four. Yeah. Like God save the Queen. Yeah. God save the N sixty four. You could probably create a country of Nintendo sixty four fans. It's still popular. It is. I mean, even like well, listen, it was even getting even getting the older games. It's at um, if you like, drop the PlayStation, so, it would break. If you drop the N sixty four, you can pick it up because that's a cartridge, cartridge based system. You didn't have to worry about. Um, in all honesty, like you didn't have to worry about the like the lasers and all that kind Actually, of stuff. Actually, you know what? Let's talk controllers real quick. All right. Uh, <clears> the PlayStation <throat> controller is really, I think, fit designed to fit in your hand better than previous generation controllers. Like the Genesis controller. Well, the Genesis controller was was two handed. Um, the N sixty four could be one or two handed, depending on what you were doing. Yeah, well, right. But uh, you had the joystick. You tuck it in your left hand. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. You're you're left handed. How did you use it? I used it left handed until I needed to use the buttons, and then I would go. Okay. Well, did you right- always have to hold it? Like no, both hands. Like as a right-handed person, you know, you stick it in your left hand. You use that for the joystick and the Z button on the back. Then you use your right hand for the other buttons. What I didn't like, and what I, what I still didn't like, was like the Wii. Well, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I didn't like the Wii thing with two separate hands with the joysticks. I still like <laughs> because I you know from the seventies from the Atari. Okay, you held it um, with two hands. You you would hold the base and you would have the your left thumb. What are you talking about here? The joystick of the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, where it was oh, a joystick. joystick. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Where you'd have the left your left. Yeah, because uh, well, I just refuse to you know even let my sophomore humor come out. Yeah, God. yeah. Um, friendly, but it's always I you know. It was always uh, 
both hands together. I did not like that whole separate thing that, that the Wii U did. Yes. And I think... You mean the Wii? The Wii U actually has... The Wii. Yeah. Yeah. As, as a pad. Yeah. The Wii U has the pad um, now kind of harkening back to the old days. I think... Um, what I thought was funny about the Wii was people wouldn't use the arm strap and would like throw their remotes and break, and, their TVs. And break the TVs. Yeah, with the tennis and the golf and everything else. Yeah. Oh God, you watch those videos on YouTube; it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. We are getting that's, ahead of um, ourselves again. That's two generations away. So. At least. Yeah. No. We st we haven't even talked about PC yet. We st we still have to have to. I guess that has to be. Its we own have to shoehorn. PCs and has to be its own episode because PCs have been around for since like the like the late seventies, early eighties too. Yeah, so we got to put that the, in there too. The gigantic floppy disk, the smaller floppy five disc, and a quarter, CD -ROM. three and a half. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, so I guess this wraps up another episode. Uh, anything else to say? No, I don't. I mean, like, I think we could keep going on like forever. Oh, we could rant about this. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, continue next time with us Probably for our continuing voyage. Six. Yeah, Generation Six, Episode Twelve. PS Two, GameCube, and Xbox. Yeah, Generation uh, the Plus. X anything else that we might have missed that we can't think of off the top of our head? Uh, well, the Game Boy Advance would be the handheld. Yeah, but we we touched briefly on that. We touched briefly on a bunch of stuff. We yeah. Um, on tangents, which is our want. We're allowed to. It's fine. It's our show. Exactly. We do what we want. Yes. Um, but until next time, just remember: normal is the new boring. Be, Be nerdy. nerdy. I'm Derek, and I'm Todd. Thanks for listening. Thanks.